0: And thus concludes a very big round of rugby league and a very controversial round of rugby league, bro.
2: Well, more happened off the field than what happened on it, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, well, in terms of war of words between uh, your mate,
0: Big Gordy. Uh, well, I can't blame Big Gordy for going after him. Um, at the end of the day, I suppose there's still a lot unknown who's telling what, but uh, I think, well, what, I, think I think, overwhelmingly at the end of the day, there's more than one source uh, and a lot of different angles all coming around for Robbie Farrell. Who's got more sure. to lose? Oh, Robbie Farah. Robbie Farah. A lot more to lose. Than what, what reason does Gordon Tallis have to lie? Exactly, and that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. That, that's as plain and simple as it is for me. And CMAU didn't do too good in his interview. Like he was. Well, he said yeah, he did say it. He was doing yeah, the he, old, did he was doing the old laugh style about the accusations that Robbie Farah threatening to drop him uh, as his player manager if he didn't get Tedesco out of his deal on this and that and all the rest of it. And supposedly Aaron Woods is probably the only other one, along with Robbie Farah, that seems to get involved in these situations and all the kids reckon they want to stay up. That's what I don't get. They go the players are all unhappy. Well obviously they're not because otherwise Moses, Brooks, Simona, all these blokes wouldn't have re-signed. Mm. And I still don't get if Tedesco wasn't
2: Yeah, uh, but they they all may have re-signed on the back of Robbie Farah saying, "I'm going to punt Potter." Because uh, that's what yeah. I've heard. I've heard, I've heard through some reliable sources that um, Robbie Farah's gone around to a lot of these young players and said, "Boys, don't worry about it. I'm going to get him punted. That's what I've heard. Mm. Um, and and that could be crap, you know. But but the, you know the basis of these sorts of situations is there's, a, there's several rumours going around. Yeah. No one really knows the truth. But one thing we do know is that where they' where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, yeah. and, and so uh, there is an issue is. there. Mick Potter, on the Channel 9 coverage, they they showed them going into a room together, came out 20 minutes later. There's things being said that uh, Potter apparently went around to Robbie Ferris' house on Sunday night after the game. Mm. Um, So there's there's obviously issues there. Um, From the outside looking in, it looks as though Mick Potter... Uh, you know, they're not going great, Guns of Tigers, but they're definitely going better than what, you know, definitely me and you predicted them to do, and most experts predicted yeah, them
0: to I, do. I but say what I've said to everyone and all the fans, and I'm not surprised they all feel the same way. He inherited a roster that wasn't his. He's the lowest-paid coach yeah. in the NRL. He's walked into a dodgy situation. They're broke. they got a fractured board. Uh, They've got two clubs fighting each other. You've got a bloke who pretty much, along with Benji Marshall, got Tim Sheen's fired. Tim Sheen said it slight, on the slide. Players get coaches fired.
2: In the professional environment they're in now, it's much easier to move the coach on than it is the players. Yeah, sure.
0: but also, you look at what he's done. They talk about communication on this bullcrap. I don't care about any of that. He went in. Uh, he's a first-time coach. He did all the dirt work. He went head-to-head with Marshall. He saved him that situation that they weren't going to win. He had him tied up for another year for 800, and he won another $4 million on top when he clearly didn't deserve yeah, it. Yeah. He butted heads with him and solved that problem for him, got rid of him. He blooded those kids in and stuck by them, even though it was a painful time. This year, everyone said he recruit his recruitment was horrible. Yeah, In Gavey, Tepau and Austin, look how they all went. Yeah, but your recruitment's also dictated yeah, to, to where finished the year before. But he's done well. Tepau, he has, he's yeah. looked at those three, and people haven't watched a lot of New South Wales. But look, I'll, tell you, 20s, what, but I'll tell you what. i tell you
2: It's annoying me a little bit. What's annoying me a little bit is him getting the reps for these young kids. He, yeah. he did not develop these young kids. No, Tim didn't. Sheens developed these young kids and brought these young kids. Oh, through. I think there's a lot Todd of Todd Payton um, had a lot of these young fellas for the, in yeah, the under twenties. So there's, there's well, my only point is, is that I can totally now understand why they're sort of saying, "Well, we want Todd Payton or Dave Kidwell because they're obviously guys behind the scenes that maybe these young kids get along with." Farazin going around saying, "Well, I'm going to punt Potter." Don't worry about it. We'll all re-sign. Yeah, Next year we'll start fresh with a young
0: I know, coach. i put, put it to you. Um, you know this from a rep environment. It's easy to be the assistant. You're not the one who has to drop someone. It well, like, it depends. It nah, depends what sort of assistant you it's, are. It's easy to be the assistant than it is to be the head coach. The assistant's always the best mate. I, I, think, disagree. Until he gets I
2: disagree. I disagree. Well, I've been an assistant for the last two years. I think it's harder in well, in the fact that I want to be a head coach. It's harder to be an assistant. Yeah, well, that's what, in what I In mean the fact now, that you want to they're, they're
0: the do things, you want to say things, but you're not the head man. Yeah, but they're also the ones that generally the players and they've all admitted this, go and bitch to or whinge to or when the coach says something, they're the ones that that sit there on the flip side and and whisper in their ear and tell them they're doing good things and guess what, they all kind of get a bit wind and they get a bit of momentum and the next thing you know they're in the top job, you're not the same bloke when you're the head coach when you're assistant, it's a different role. Uh, you're right. Well, and, and I'd, said I don't it, know. i, I probably certainly
2: a, know myself.
0: I wouldn't change. There's probably, from there's probably to a head. few. Yeah. Well, that's very different for you. But there's people a at, at one inch away from being an NRL coach. If they could dig the knife in, you don't know what a lot of people like. Yeah, but I've do. got a philosophy that if you, you dig the knife in, it's only it's only going to be a matter of time before someone does the same thing to you. 100. But you know, it's a killer environment. Mm. And like I said, there's more more than enough rumours to say in there. That a lot of them favour these kind of blokes, and it's happened at other clubs. Where assistance of. Uh, Look, you know. from, from me
2: as a coach, there's nothing worse than having someone judge you as a coach from, you know, I, I don't know how long Brian Smith did his review for. There's nothing worse than having someone judge you on your coaching ability based on a small snapshot in time or based on the fact that, you know, things we're hearing through the grapevine and, you know, based on a whole several, a whole massive list of different things. For me, you're not going to know unless you're there, you're hands on, and you go and watch it. And now, this is where I point the finger at the Tigers' management. If you think, you know, your your bigger clubs like your Broncos and your, you know, even Penrith now, I think you've got a really strong management. Um, The Bulldogs, very strong management. You know, if, if your management is strong, then you know whether your coach can coach or not. And that should not be something that the captain or any player in the in the NRL squad is making a call on. Could you imagine if one of the Penrith players went to Gus Gould and said, Gus, Ivan Cleary can't coach?
0: Yeah, well, what would he say to you? Him? you know, one hundred percent, they can't do that though. Because but they, he'd
2: say to them, "But they have that." I'll link. give you a release, mate. See you later. They have that link. But mate. this is where I'm saying. I think. I think the failings in all this is with the Tigers management.
0: Yeah, well, the board's screwed though, and the reason no they pay back the four million and they've yeah. got three our old blokes still getting stored, so they're almost like a Newcastle minus the mutiny that's going on there.
2: Um, and, and I don't have a problem if Mick Potter has has the problems that are, have been documented to be to be, uh, you know, correct. Is in you know he's got problems in terms of his communication, which. I have heard things about he's had problems with his communication, but but again, I'm not there coaching, so you just you leave it and you. I, I don't know, but I'd imagine if you get a strong board in, either firstly you don't just punt someone. I'd imagine you'd help him out. So to him, look, Mick, this is what we're hearing from A, B, C, D, E, who have watched you coach, who are respected, who do not have an axe to grind or an agenda like Brian Smith, mm. and say, so, look, you know, I think you could improve this. I think you could improve that. All coaches, well, the good coaches are all open to criticism as long as it's constructive and it's going to help them in the long run. I don't understand why you just throw him on the scrap heap. Help him out. I mean, he's coached in England for
0: a few years. He did a great job. Obviously, he's been failed
2: by the people that have let him get to the point now where they haven't told him. That, he, that he's a poor communicator.
0: Mate, I think, all in all, that's the only thing that bothers me. I watched him in England because I go for Bradford over there, and he stayed when they stopped paying. Yeah. And he led them, and they... Mate, just, I've got
2: no problem with it. I thought on Sunday, he handled himself tremendously. I, I
0: thought he was sensational. But I'm going off face value, like I said. No, I, don't, I don't blame the fans for being angry. He went into a crap situation... He did all the dirt work last year. He got rid of Marshall. He's virtually been there oh, I totally agree with you. But fans have got an
2: emotional and he's attachment. Done it again. Me and you don't have an emotional
0: attachment. And he's done it again this it. year. Well, he has. And he's, you know, the footballs. I got think better. I had him their second brand, last. I think brand. you had him second last. Oh, I think I had him third last. last. But their brand's got better. The recruitment I looked at, and I was happy about Austin. Like, if you don't watch all the grades, I'm a deviant, so that's different for me. People go, oh, we recruited crap. You can't buy big names no. all the time, but they were smart boys, and they're all playing first grade. Yeah. One's got a keywear jersey. Yep. Austin slotted in in 100 positions and Penrith were probably sitting there now going well he would have been handy to have right now and uh, you know and Gavay. Gave no one ever watched him besides Cup and look how he's turned out Yeah, they had that little bench revamp so I can't see anything negative there's a few little things maybe at training but number one at the, at the end of this and we've said this a million times the prisoners can't run the, the asylum and if Robbie Farah may be powerful and this and that and been there for 10 years and whatever but a player can't run the club He's only going to be there for so long, and on top of that, his job's to play. Well, I think, you know, we're talking so about, play. what,
2: 30 kilometres between Penrith and Campbelltown, or Penrith and Leichhardt, but, you know, the approaches in management are, if you know, poles apart in that if you went to Penrith management and said Ivan Cleary can't coach, to Gus Gould, he'd be saying see you later. Uh, whereas at, in Tiger Town at the moment, it seems like any player that goes to management and has a sook, he has some. Uh, credibility and has some influence over the coach's oh, position, which is a disgrace. It's, it's, it's no, a professional environment. It's no
0: different in any club, though. We won't mention the player's name. He's moved clubs recently and just made his debut uh, at a Sydney-based club, but he challenged Craig Bellamy to a fight down there and obviously didn't like him. And I tell you what, he got the flick straight away. Yeah. Same kind of circumstance. Yeah, but the, I think the
2: thing is, Mick Potter clubs. doesn't feel like he's supported. Mick Potter is, mate... Just walking. You know, circle the wagons. He's got to be in insular at the moment. Who can he trust? Yeah, exactly. It's well, a very difficult position They're, for they're not
0: the only club. Obviously, the Manly thing isn't hasn't been yeah, as... That's not
2: affecting... That's nah, a management has, issue, but it it it's not been, affecting It the hasn't coach.
0: been as large this week, but Tuvi's still in the middle of it. You if know it, what,
2: Bart? I'll, I'll flip this on you, a hypothetical. What if Manly were running like 10th? Would Tuvi I'm, be under under pressure?
0: I don't think Tuvi would be, but i tell th- you the big revelation that came out this week that a lot of people didn't know about. They asked why, at a board meeting, did they cease contract negotiations with Glenn Stewart because nothing's been said because Jeff Toovey wanted him to stay yeah. and they come out with the details at the meeting that Jeff Toovey said I was called by a board member that he wouldn't name at the room at the time because he didn't want to call them out saying to cease negotiations so that shows you that they've, we've said it for ages they're a basket case like para, but on field their core group has kept it together regardless of yeah. what's been happening behind the scenes but for something like that... It would that, be
2: interesting to see what happens next year when that, that group that is, one, to some extent, that fractured. One,
0: that one board member, though, whoever that is, has just put the bomb finally in between 10 years of hard work between yeah. the playing group. Because that one... The, I, I don't think they should have re-insigned Glenn Stewart either, but if you looked at the culture of it all... Well, I think they should have, for, it, that, for that reason. What it might cost you at the same time, that, that would have been the big thing for me. Whoever's rang up and pulled the, the rug out from the three or four fractured parts of the board has caused all this... Yeah, and, uh, and I still stick by what I've said before when they say Daley Chairman should wait to earn his money no he shouldn't he shouldn't no. wait to earn his money he's yeah, a really halfback, he to halfback, money. He, he's on the same premium, money now and next year halfbacks are at a premium he got pushed out of the way for two years for Trent Hodkinson it's not his fault he's the incumbent for the Australian and Queensland jersey so he's going to get paid what he's worth yeah, but not... I think people have got the the misconception that he's going to get paid next year or this year or whatever he's getting. No, he doesn't not, get his upgrade until, until 2016. But that's the whole thing. They're, all they're stashing the cash away. So they're stashing the cash well, why wouldn't you? He's yeah. the future. And Glenn Stewart's not.
2: And this little group, like if... But I still think Manly should have made Glenn Stewart an offer. Yeah,
0: but well, they've got no money.
2: And they've got to... Because a, now, listen to this, right? I'll flip this again on a hypothetical for you. Say they did sign Glenn Stewart, Right. And then Steve Maddye comes to him and says, I want to release. You can't tell me that the money that Maddow is on, they couldn't have used to, to keep Glenn Stewart. Yeah, but
0: they didn't want to let Maddye go either.
2: No, I understand that. And the Maddow but Maddow you thing, could easily say, well, yeah, you the, want to go. But the There's thing, a difference between wanting to go and being pushed out the door. He's, and that's what's caused the issue. said
0: he only wants to go now they haven't offered Stewart. so No, never have, I, I disagree with that. Maddye
2: wants to go because he he wants a big payday. No, he's, and he's, say, he's, he's paydays. He said Glenn Stewart is his
0: best mate, and this is the end of it. This was what pushed him over the edge. The moment they did that, he wanted out. And I believe that. So, and on top of I, that, I don't. I, I honestly On don't. top of that, I'll flip it to you again. You pay Glenn Stewart, so what happens to Tom Simons, Bureau, and oh, these other guys? I'm not saying you pay Glenn, guys, Stewart are, I, I'd, I'd saying saying Glenn Stewart. I'd be saying to Glenn Stewart, you need to take a pay cut. Yeah, but they're already struggling for that money full stop. They're not going to be able to pay him even lower wages, and you're about to lose three or four other guys again that are part of your rebuild.
2: Yeah, but the, the, the so, guys they're losing again, aren't part of that culture that's been integral in you winning yeah, how long's the competition last decade? It's got
0: one or two years left, and they're screwed. So you let Simons and Bureau. So and what are you saying? You're going to scratch.
2: You're going to hang on cherry and try oven, and rebuild. But you can't, you're not, not going one. to win a comp. Like, they might win it this year, right? But after this so year,
0: going. I see it going, ta-ta, night. Oh, but most of it will still be there. But what I'm saying, for yeah. just Glenn Stewart... Yeah, but an attitude You, you would have, a have given up... They've, they've got these scrap bits they've been lucky enough to get. You would have lost Simons. You would have lost Bureau. They wouldn't be able to get Sunny Flay or any of these decent bench players they've kind of developed. You yeah. can't keep getting dollar-dazzers. They'd end up in Melbourne territory.
2: They've got some good kids there they could bring through. I... I would have, I would have signed Glenn Stewart just to keep the piece. now because well, look at it now. Like well, it's for, the, an for the money, for the money that they're talking about,
0: they all pulls apart, and I don't blame them for what they've done. So. Yeah,
2: but, but I think the the issue is with the other players is that they've. Uh, the fact that they didn't even table a deal. Well, the only other that, thing... That was probably... They, couldn't, the, they had bugger all. Well, I think they could have. I disagree. They could have,
0: he, they could have They could have. tabled a deal. Well, they got close to 600 from South. So if we're talking about yeah. the money he was after and the money they have available, they were poles apart. But then again, you test that loyalty then.
2: You'd say, righto, you, you, you've been offered 600 at South or you can have 400, 300 here.
0: They, what, what do you, they you want? They didn't even have that
2: much. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they should have. They should have made enough room to so that's make why him that they sort scrapped of. Scrapped him
0: fun. to be able to get because we're always to to banging
2: them. on the drum. or we should. They should be one club players. Yeah, but you know, and he would have had it. He would have had a concession from the NRL so as a, as a long-serving player. So many, player. And
0: we've said this as well, that you can stockpile. They've had the same team for a long time. We've all no, gone. You, how how do they keep he's won medal,
2: uh, how how they how do you a Dalrymme medal, a Clive Churchill medal. He's won you several competitions. You have to make him an offer. Yeah,
0: but they've got a million of them there. That's a thing. You can't they, not they, make him an offer. That'll be like one.
2: Melbourne next year saying, "Sorry, Billy, we're not going to give you
0: three of them plus half. Doesn't matter." They're talking Doesn't about matter. from them going backwards, they're talking Brett Stewart. You've got to make Maddai, foreign. All these guys have been there for ten plus and that's you, the issue. Melbourne's that's Melbourne Melbourne's hasn't line that long that last. There's no. only a couple of them, plus Hoffman.
2: Doesn't matter. They're still on, you know, what Maddai and Glenn Stewart would be worth together, that's probably what Billy Slater's on. It's still having the same hit on your salary cap. Yeah, but on the flip side. Exactly what and you've he, already said this to me that you wouldn't you wouldn't give Billy Slater big money in his next deal. He's thirty one. It doesn't matter, mate. He's a, he's a long-serving player. He's a long-serving There's player. There's got to
0: be a line there where you say we're get, loyal. Yeah, but he can't get eight hundred again. You have got to be smart about well, it. At I some think point. I think he will get eight hundred again. I don't think he'll get eight hundred again. I wouldn't give him eight hundred. I'd take the concession. I'd probably. And what? Him well, okay. What if he possibly. says to you, I- "I'm not taking it"? What would you say? Well, they're gonna have to sit down and come up. With but something you'd make like him that. an offer. Yeah, you make him an offer. Well, thats I think that's the issue at Manly. But he's Glenn not, Stewart he, did not he has not missed made. the last two years of football like Glenn Stewart. And look, at where's Glenn Stewart What's right now? Where's Glenn Stewart right now? Brett Stewart missed two years where's of football. Where's Glenn Stewart right now? Well, he's injured. He's 31 years old and he's virtually barely played that's a made. game of football for the last three years. I'm not paying him $600,000. He can go to South.
2: You still make him an offer?
0: Doesn't make sense. Still you don't pay someone, pay someone who's asking for that much. You money. don't
2: stab someone like that as soon as a, as soon as it, it's not in your favor. It's almost saying, "Well, it's not in our favor." This is what I'm saying. The clubs, want it, hasn't been, clubs it, been, it hasn't been both ways for the last. The, three the clubs want it
0: both ways. They want they want the play. It if it tell you what, if right. Glenn
2: Shute was playing great footy, would they've made
0: him an offer? Yeah, but where's he been the last three years? This is his injured, issue. injured, injured, injured. He's been gone. He's barely been there. You can He's virtually been gone for the time. And when he's been back, he's played five or six games. He's been ordinary, and then he's got injured again. No. He's a great player, but he's been injury prone. They should have made him an offer. And Let's agree to, dis- to disagree and move uh, on. He, they should have made him an offer. Well, they tried to, and they don't have any money. So I can't blame them for letting him go. Yeah. And he has barely played for three years. Um, fast five, highlight. What do you
2: uh, highlight, mainly.
0: The fact that all this crap's going on, and they're on top of the table by um, four points. It's incredible. Yep. Well, mine was the storm win, just purely because it's been so up and down all year, and I haven't been impressed even that Parramatta win, a lot of people said that was impressive. That still wasn't impressive. They conceded 20. Um, the defense has been better the last few weeks, but more importantly, I suppose for me, was Smith uh, becoming the greatest ever point-scoring forward, overtaking Craig Fitzgibbon. It's just another milestone for a great player. But um, what about your low light? Uh,
2: my low light this week uh, was the Mick Potter saga. We've been over it. It's yeah, well, I feel we're... really sorry for him. And, and that... just the fact that it was played out in the media, something like that should be played no, out it's... behind closed doors as men, uh, and you leave it where it's um, where it's all said and done. Make sure it's it's finalised. We you know agree to disagree or whatever and move on.
0: Yeah, well, mine was pretty much the same. The tiger situation, but also the performance that followed it. Uh, I can understand they're probably a little bit down or they're a little bit dragged by it and it's a little bit sapping. But still, I thought they were ordinary. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that pretty much bothered me. But what about your best? Uh, the storm. I thought
2: the storm were great on Friday night. They're warming to the task. As are my big tip, the Cowboys. Um, they're going to get some players back in now. Uh, they've won two away from home in Sydney. They're now in the eight. I can't see them falling back out. And then from an individual point of view, I thought, Jared Hayne, here was the difference between the Eels and the Titans, um, plain and simple. If you've got a, a top ten player on your roster, uh, you know that's that's the sort of influence they can have over a game
0: that was otherwise played out between two pretty mediocre teams, I thought. Yeah, My best was Manly. Uh, they're under the pump. In my eyes, even had the ten six 6 lead, I thought they were under the pump for 60, well, they were, 65 they were. minutes until Manu spilt that pill, and it showed their class. After all the damage, all the bumps, all the bruises, just being hammered by the Warriors, that one play of the ball, two plays later, Hookie's in the corner. They iced it not long after that. They got themselves a nice little buffer. They conceded late, but they did so well for 60 minutes there, just getting absolutely bashed, and I was... Super impressed by the performance uh, individually. I'd probably say Widock, just given the circumstance. And they reckon he was crook as a dog. They yeah, mate. They yeah, reckon he was, he was wasn't dog. out of bed until game day, and he had his head, uh, and the old Vicks vapor uh, been melted water up chest. until game time, and dunked his head version and then tub of it to get on the game uh, the field. So good on him. Good effort to uh, go help his team get a win and keep him in finals contention. But what about your worst?
2: The Tigers management. Tigers management, straight up, to, for allowing all that to be played out in the media, and then. On a little side note, our C-grade side on Sunday. Well. Wow. They uh, completed one out of 14 sets in the second half, so they're my worst-performed team of the week.
0: Well, mine was the Raiders, and I say it every week, just like I did Parramatta last year. I don't really care. They can't tackle... They uh, were horrendous. If they've done any work on the defensive structure, I don't know what they did. Yeah, They went up scattered. They stop in the line. Uh, they slide backwards. They shuffle. Instead of just coming in, picking a man and stopping the play or putting bodies in between the passes, they don't do that. They get beaten on the outside because of it. Their halves are awful. Just there wasn't anything really good. And even the forwards last night, usually I can say that Fenson and Vaughan and a few other blokes have probably had a big game. I think everyone had a bad night last night for Canberra. I yeah. think Papali. I- to be honest, oh, but, of I, thought, um, a better game.
2: I thought South got away with a hell of a lot more than what Cambridge oh, did in did. the ruck. And I think further on down the track, that's something that I think will
0: catch up with South. Mm. Um, but I, I totally agree, mate, with that sentiment they were all Well, questions I had a lot about the Tigers and probably Manly, but I think we've gone over all that. So that well,
2: be- just... One question I want to ask about that. Gordon or Robbie, who wins in a fight? Gordon. Easy. Comfortably?
0: Gordon kills him. <laughs> he dusts him up. Gordon would do the old uh, Casey bomb.
2: And, and who did you think was right? Gordon or Robbie? Did you did you think there were elements of Gordon was wrong in some aspects? Or, uh, look, I, I, I have, I've I got no problem oh, with what Gordon said, because nah. he was backed into a corner, and I thought yeah. he had to come no, out I and say I get, otherwise I, he was going to be branded away. I do, all under, all I all do all understand,
0: understand a little bit of the bit, like they're saying it was 12 months ago or whatever, but... On the flip side of that, I've said it not long ago, Robbie Farrell needs to stare at the media full stop. Mm. He's talked too much this year as it is. Yeah. He's talked plenty of crap. He's gone after him. He had his little stout from Matty Johns over a simple little comment on a footy show the other year about them being a little bit soft and he wanted to punch holes at him. Mm. People say plenty of stuff week to week about players and teams. Yeah, And uh, then it was the Cameron Smith thing after the Origin series. I'm better than Cameron Smith. Yeah, You don't have a golden boot. You no, don't. You haven't won a comp. You That's don't right. have a dally, And There's plenty of things you don't have, and you haven't been better over your career, so just shut your mouth. Absolutely. And, and now this, if he is going uh, behind the scenes at the Tigers. All right. So, so then you, you just do what a captain should do. You should have gone to him man-to-man himself, not in the management, not the playing group, not stabbed him in the back, said, Mick, I've got a problem. And if they couldn't ice it after that, then they both should have gone to the board. There's better ways yeah. to handle yourself as a captain. Absolutely. Not tell all the players and plant the seed and try and ruin things and poison everyone, and look what's happened. Well, agreed. It's spread um, everywhere will because of the way he's handled his business,
2: Will John Cartwright and Mick Potter both be coaching their respective teams in 2015?
0: Oh uh, well, I'm probably going to say no, but I to think to both, or? yeah, to both, to both. I think okay. Henry will get that job. I think they already said Griffin was touted a little bit for it, but they flicked that idea. But Griffin, uh, Henry would be getting it, but Potter shouldn't be getting the flick. But I think after everything we've heard, this is just delaying the inevitable.
2: Yeah, it's going to happen. Just to do it later on when there's not as much pressure and. Scrutiny, I suppose. Uh, my last question Jamie Rogers was on uh, the, the Matty John show you're bring last the Manly night. Thing? No, the Brisbane Broncos are favourites for the 2015
0: Premiership. Yeah, Do they deserve was, to be? No. But Newcastle were almost the favourites when Wayne they went to. Uh, they were. They were about $7 favourites, yeah, I think. It didn't work out. It doesn't matter where Wayne goes or what he's got. You takes look, that reputation with You've got to look at the team or got to look at the roster. At the moment, they're not in a position to win a call. No, I agree. They can make the top eight with Wayne. You might be able to change just a few small things, but I don't think you can do much better than what Hook's done this year. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But, yeah, there's no way they should be the favourites. Uh, I had pretty much all similar besides the Panthers and the top eight. Do they hold in with their tough run home or do they fall out? I know that you could possibly... Who was that, buddy?
2: Who The, Panthers, do yeah, they stay in the top oh, I think they'll stay in.
0: You, um, I think they need two more wins. And I tell you what, it's going to be bloody hard to get them looking at the run home. I think they will. They, a, they're, they're gonna, I
2: think the Bulldogs at the moment are wobbling a little bit. They're a chance the of beating Bulldog, them on the Bulldogs are, have got more to come back, I think.
0: Yeah, but this. I'm talking about this week. They're talking about Tolman, Clamard, yeah, talk. It's, it's all, all talk. Look, back.
2: I think they're, they're a realistic chance of winning that. The Warriors, and the, they've got the Warriors and the Cowboys both at Penrith, who both don't traditionally travel well. Uh, look, I think they'll make the eight. I, I think they'll, they'll scrape into the eight. Um, you know, we're two weeks ago we're saying they're going to be they're definite for the top four, so a lot changes, yeah, and in two is, weeks' time we might be saying that again. Yeah, so, this look, is, I think the biggest the biggest game for Penrith at the moment is this week's game. Yeah,
0: but I'm, I, we're able to talk about this because this is rugby league. Two weeks ago, Peter Wallace. Did no, his I think they will make the eight. So we speak they'll about the now. they beat
2: Brisbane without Peter Wallace. So we speak does,
0: about does now, and worry. the now is obviously a few injuries. They're a bit flat. I think they've been getting gutted up the middle, and now Wallace is gone. Isaac yeah. John's out for the year. Soured uh, has done a fairly good job, but you still need a partner. I think Humble will do that job. If I've added a little bit of it not a stoush, but a bloke last night was saying you shuffle this bloke here and put uh, Mansour at fullback and this and that. You don't take away from a strength to fix a weakness. You leave Moyland at the back because he's better with the ball-playing side of things and the decision-making than Mansour. Mansour can't do that role. Mansour's good on the wing at finishing and also coming out of yardage. Uh, someone said Segi at a six. That's just ridiculous as well. He's no, too good no one know. to take away from that. Just put Humble there because he's stable and he's in own quantity. Yeah. Leave the team as close to possible as everyone being in their position. And I'm sure in a week or two it'll work itself out. But number one, they need to fix their middle up. The middle of the last few weeks when they've been done has been awful. Yeah, Brisbane chewed them it up last be, yeah, week. Yeah, but
2: mate, they've been consistent for a long period of time. It's been the first time this year they have won back to back games. They've been
0: comfortable the last few
2: weeks. Maybe like, they chalked up the win. Maybe so, mate. But the they, they, I think they got away with one. They dodged a bullet against Brisbane. They did, That was a game they they, shot and they
0: they got carved in the middle and they got carved on the weekend. Everything starts in the yeah. guts. They've got to fix the guts up. I think they fixed that. But and I'm,
2: I'm solved. pretty sure you're not saying anything that Ivan Cleary doesn't already know. And you know, you don't push the panic button after two losses. There's obviously some concerns there. They're going through. Their period of injuries, but everyone gets it. Um, oh, I think they'll come out of it okay. Yeah, They've got but that's mate, Bryce I, Cartwright has been a, a shining light for Penrith this year. Yeah. I'd whack him at six. Uh, oh. It wouldn't worry me, and then place out at seven, Moylan at one. You got Segarra at nine, and then as you said, you're just going to make sure these other blokes spark back up, and I'd they're going to compete humble. with most
0: sides. Just bring humble.
2: Well, you could bring him in as well. He's done very. He's good. got options. Yeah, people are saying he doesn't have options. What a crock of shit. Mm.
0: That was pretty much everything I had besides the SBW on Burgess injuries. I don't think we. The Sunnyville one doesn't. They're going to get in regardless. But people were talking, would he, you know, somehow pat himself off here to make sure that he's healthy to go to the US to play with the All Blacks? I don't think he would. I think he'd want to finish on a high with the Roosters. Who knows? Who he, knows how that bloke's mind oh, works. Oh, but they, if they're only talking three or four weeks, their possibility of winning another grand final if they get things right, I don't think he'd miss out on that opportunity to try and win another call. No, but he's demonstrated himself as being pretty selfish and insular oh, prior. I think he's been better we'll I'll we'll see. see. he's been back from growing Again, up. Again, we're speculating. And so. the Burgess thing, oh, I don't know how severe that would be, but if he misses a few weeks and Sutton misses a few weeks, I think they might... Uh, paddle it just a
2: little bit, I, you know. Mate, I think that everything at the moment is pointing towards Melbourne Storm finishing fourth because, mm. well, who's who's ahead of them at the moment? The Warriors are going backwards. The Cowboys are sort of sparked the up, up a little about, bit. Out of the back. Um, you've then got Penrith who a sliding, Melbourne's, and you've got Roosters and, and Rabbitohs now who both have serious injuries. You've got Melbourne who have a dream run home. I, I think there's a game really. in the there's a game in dra- there's a home. game in round 25. I think they play the Roosters. We I play, think whoever wins that will we we'll play make the, the uh, Broncos, the
0: Roosters, the Cowboys, and Panthers. So we have got a pretty decent runner in the last four. The next mm. couple might be a little bit easy, but they're also away. So for everyone, the other day was going, "Oh, they'll win those three games." It's three travel games.
2: Look, I had a I had a significant amount of money on Melbourne to win the competition on Friday night, mm. and you know I probably love Melbourne when they get in a roll more than what you do because um, I just think yeah, best
0: coach, best spine. It's also same thing when we talk about our teams. The emotional attachment we have to our teams make us feel differently in those situations. Yeah, but I, I
2: picked them a long way out in 2012. I get the nerve. Uh, and
0: I, I, I get the nervous. I'm not getting the same.
2: Is. I'm not getting the same feeling. But I just, I really like what I saw, and for the fact yeah. that, that I got them at twelve dollars was ridiculous. Yeah,
0: but like we all do when you're a fan, you bottle those things. I don't want to shout that at the top of my lungs, and then tomorrow Kevin Smith gets hurt. I like to stay on the quiet until I get. Yeah, but if you don't mind like losing a cabbage on the, on the
2: back. Uh, based on an injury no you know, like, but at the moment I think they're, they're really warming to the task as are the
0: Cowboys oh, they're, they're looking very very who good who I also yeah. had a little bit of cabage on very happy how things are going there but uh, that wraps up the fast five and just our little chin wag about everything going on in rugby league to kick things off we'll now jump in and do our reviews of the games from the weekend kicked off on Friday night with the Newcastle Knights getting a surprise upset win over the Sydney Roosters and a well-deserved one they, they lost their whole back three obviously Boyd um, going into a mental illness clinic for his depression problems and you are Tame McManus, both been out via injury. So the Matta Utah brothers, or Matta Utia, however you want to pronounce it, they tried to do it on Friday night. Mate Utah. Both came in uh, along with Jake Marmo, EG, someone that we know very well. But, <laughs> yeah. Fine. yep. Uh, and, you know, Roosters, every time they seem to get you a little bit back up, like they did last week, I thought they kind of rolled through Penrith fairly easily and talked up some points that looked good. They just let you down a week later. It just seems to be that... Yeah, but I thought they got some dodgy calls in this one.
2: Yeah, Uh, but but the Knights... And the Knights... The binning... uh, The Knights sort of hung on, hung on, hung on, and then got a couple... They they
0: still finished off well. They did. Uh, full credit to but Newcastle, the, but if he got bin for just saying that was an F and forward pass, that's, that's a joke. A joke. You and swear on I thought I
2: thought they got the the in goal one
0: wrong, that the was, only one. He got a clean gather and they got hit out backwards, so that was a try. That one, yeah. Uh, I thought they, they had, the one, had a dodgy call the one that a lot of the listeners, in particular Chris France, who's uh, always good with his comments, he said, "Did you hear the referee?" say, play the ball when William Mason got tackled. Yeah, tackle and he kept with, running. And then he offloaded, and they scored off that play. Mm. And uh, I was watching it on mute, I said to him on Friday, because I have my headphones on listening to the Melbourne game. Because usually I fall asleep before the second game starts, so... Yeah, of course I, 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 I multitask. I have the headphones on for one, listening to the Triple M call, and I watch the other one, but... You're a weirdo. Um, yeah, didn't see it, but if that was the case, that's a bit of a joke as well, but... I'm still not going to give the Roosters any love because with the side they have, yeah, they've had a couple of injuries, but Jesus Christ, mm. their halves have been disgusting. I thought Maloney showed some better signs. He hit a few holes on Friday. Mitchell Pearce, where you been? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's been ordinary. Yeah. Probably the only one from last year. Well, he has year. been ordinary. There's only a couple from last year that have maintained or got better. I think Moa's got better. I think Guerra's got better. And I think Friend again was brilliant and just got better. Yeah, for the most part, the rest of them they're either flat or they're under where they were last year, and they just seem to be cruising. Yeah,
2: well they are, yeah. But I mean, I just get the impression that they're they're just going to wait for finals and make a run then. I but I think it's vitally
0: important for the Roosters to finish in the top four. Yeah, well, injuries have done a little bit to them this year, which also didn't happen. Sonny Bill's going to miss three to four weeks with a broken thumb. Orbison's going to miss uh, a week or two, but luckily enough, they're supposed to get Jennings back this week. He's been patching that hole up and. Uh, Daniel Tupo is still a couple of weeks away, so when you lose two origin players on one edge that are worth 800000 on your cap, yeah. plus Sonny Bill, who's on God knows what Uncle Nick's paying him, it's uh, fairly decent players to be missing. They, they've got enough to cover it, mind you, that's the one reason I don't really give them as much mercy as other squads, but um, yeah, I, I don't know where Trent Robertson goes from here, they play a fairly simple game, like he said, they just can't seem to uh, settle down and play a full 80 minutes this year, it's just... Yeah, it's been diabolical, really, when you look at the whole season. Yeah. To the standard that you would be expecting, but... But that happens, you know. We, uh, no, you want we, comp- we're doing sort of the same thing with our club side, you know, obviously not on the same level, but... Nah, but you went with the, the same motivation sort of changes. Thing. Yeah. And uh, you've got to find something else to get yourselves up, but I think this is going to be a tough game this week. They play the Dragons at home, and I know last time they rolled through the middle, but I don't think the Dragons are the same side last time. Well, they're not. And no. I don't think they'll roll over... Anyway, near as easily as what they do in the year when they still have the price dramas going on. Newcastle, uh, they're away. Or oh, actually, are they home? No, no, they're, they're, they're away. They're away, the South. South Sydney. Yeah. That's probably got a, little bit, Cairns, a but... little bit easier. At Barlow Park out there, yeah, a little bit easier. You could say if they miss Sutton and uh, Semi Burgess, they're two pretty big outs. And, you know, they had their tails up last week. They could get their tails up again this week and have a red-hot crack. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, a bit of a neutral thing there. Big rap also goes to Tyron Roberts. I thought he was brilliant. I've uh, been a big fan of his all year, calling, saying that he hasn't got enough help from the halves or the forward pack going forward, and it showed on Friday night. If they play it, and if they scrap, that's the other thing, some of these set players, I think they've been playing rubbish football. If they just play a bit of ad-lib footy, it suits him to a tee. does. He killed it on Friday night. They should ditch the structure with these faster rucks this year yeah. and have played a little more football off the cuff. Same as Mullen. Mullen's good when he runs the ball. Well, they haven't adjusted to... Wayne that. Bennett should... Uh, no offence. I, oh, I, mean? no I should just go after him. I've plenty of times before... He's the one to blame, really. He's run the block-block shape that he's been using six years ago. He should open things up a little bit. Yeah. And you look at their outside backs. Lei Lua and Dane Gago, all these guys play better. Off the back of uh, a bit of ad lib, and he's the other one. Dane Gagai slot in for Jared Mullen in the second half. He looked really good at six. He did just running the football and that unleashed time. Yeah, project. but that's
2: that's the way the game's gone this year. It yeah, suits, they suits didn't. Those they haven't adjusted. Are... If anything,
0: hopefully he's uh, had a little bit of a look this week and thought, you know what, maybe Robert should have been my half back.
2: Yeah,
0: maybe I should have opened things up a little bit earlier because uh, it's definitely gone past him now. But the other Friday night game, this was pretty one sided. The storm. 30-8 over the Broncos up there at Suncorp. And uh, I suppose you could say, as usual, around this time of year, they seem to be simmering a little bit under the surface, starting to build, uh, hopefully a little bit of a finals run. Well,
2: I think considering the week that the Broncos had, it was pretty disappointing
0: Yeah, I was kind of expecting life. a tough game, and I, that's why I didn't put my cabage on uh, the storm to get a win. I thought Brisbane would give them a red-hot go, but Melbourne's record continues. I think it's 14 out of the last 15 now. They've beat the Broncos. That's just... The team that they always seem to have the wood on, besides that bloody grand final back in 06 it was a long time ago. But I'm still filthy about it. Mm. Uh, Kronk was the one for me, in particular in this game. Oh, of course, he was great. Just control, but uh, just all the little things. I've been mean, whinging about the edges. I thought the edges are much better. The last couple of weeks, we haven't conceded as many points. All the little things that were bothering me, they're slowly but surely getting better. And Jesse Bromwich, I've rambled on about him all year, but I thought he was epic on Friday night again. Well, he was, mate. The blokes are freak, No doubt. And, um, yeah, that young forward pack impresses me. I'm still a little bit worried, as I've said. We've only got one coming in the door, and Blake Green, and there's seven on the way out, plus a couple of juniors. So I'll be interested to see if we do any signing before the end of the year or we wait for the dollar dazzle market. But, yeah, I'm a little bit bothered there that guys and a few of these other kind of edge players seem to be get well, you know that go. Going you know what's going to happen there. Oh, yeah, I know, but you, you put the work in for a year or two with those guys and they've got a little bit of time, but they're moving on very quickly considering they haven't played much footy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, what what our angle is, but we usually don't lose, use, lose six or seven at once and then only bring one in.
2: No, I'll bring some more in later. They've got some good kids, I'll,
0: I'll bet, coming through. So. No, not really. They let three of them. The three well, I bet best, they do. The, three, you best, don't know, the be. three best players are gone. And there's one left probably there, the back row. I can't pronounce his name. He doesn't get too bad. But the 20s aren't that crash out them Let me tell you. Mm. Uh, Smith become the greatest ever point scoring forward. Couldn't think of a, a better person probably to get an accolade such at this level. And as far as the Broncos go on their side of thing, uh, you know, I think, Copley, as usual, been pretty good. Parker, you got your couple of consistence there, but I think uh, you hit the nail on the head. You, you would have expected them to come out simmering. I think they are a bit flat after the whole circumstance and just the week that they had. Of course they were. It wasn't so. really yeah, ideal.
2: Yeah. Same as Newcastle the week before with Alex McKinnon and stuff. It's, it's just interesting to see how yeah. uh, different... Obviously, situations affect different teams, obviously positively and negatively. So,
0: Well, that's four of their last five they lost after an impressive win of the Warriors. They're starting to go on the slide, and they're just hanging in the eight, so they really need to wake up and wake up fast. Well, they do, 100%. Um, yeah, they're sticking with the Ben Barber-Hoffman switch, which I agree with, but they still need more out of Benny Barber. He needs to spark up and spark up real soon because there's no more time just to be floating around. Yeah. Uh, they've got... Uh, Manly this week away that doesn't get any easier.
2: No, well they've got the hardest run home. Couldn't think
0: of a few weeks. Couldn't ago. think of two worst games to be playing in a row. Playing Melbourne and then heading uh, down to Brookvale to play Manly on a Friday night there. And the Storm, they're away to the Tigers. Probably not a bad time to be honest. I think they'll be fired up again this week compared to what they were last week. Yeah. Uh, and they seem to give us a good run for the, the you know the contrast in the styles of football usually. Yeah. Down at Campbelltown, but Melbourne I'm sure will be pretty confident the way they've been going. But Saturday kicked off out of Bathurst. The Penny Panthers going down to the Sharks, 18-16. And All I can say is I just thought the Sharks were better and the Sharks were up for it. Um, and pretty much what I said before, I thought they killed him in the middle. Fafita was ridiculous and I thought Wade Graham was epic as well. And um, Probably the thing that disappoints me most just when I watch, is, I've said it before, Far Marty Brown getting in and then looking at Leisha and I know Holmes is there. And knowing that these guys aren't going to be playing together, and that Frazell and Peachy and all these guys all should have been there at once, building forward—that's the thing that bothered me afterwards. Even though they got a great result, yeah.
2: Oh look, Penrith were uh, a little bit down, but Sharks are obviously—you uh, do you trips. Don't know what you're going to get from—they are they get troops. Back. They don't have a lot to play for, but yeah, they are—they're they're, 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 they're getting, they're getting a bit of side in. And I think the conditions suited South. Uh, sorry, suited the Sharks. Um, obviously, because they—they don't—they don't mind the wet track. You know, and uh, Penrith I think wanted a faster deck to play uh, their style, but they didn't get it. And uh, Ivan Cleary and and the boys they didn't make any excuse after the game. Sharks were better.
0: Well, the other one for me was Jacob Gagan. He's come and did a good job, but the tackle at the end on uh, Old Kevin Naguama and his couple of tries, he was really really good. Yeah, Cleary said in the press conference. He, he sort of said, "Look, we were probably good for the last
2: fifteen, but we needed to be that urgent and intense for the yeah for, you know, that's for the first fifty-five and." Yeah, I, I think for most games this year, Penrith have been in them and they've competed hard, but uh, this one, they're a little bit, you know, lackadaisical, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I suppose we can sum it up, pretty much what I said before. And but Wallace
2: said. also, I think they might have been affected through interchanges, because I'm pretty sure Wallace went on, went off, back on, and then off again, which is three interchanges chewed up straight away, which, you know, does have some sort of an effect. I'm not saying it's had a big enough effect to, um, to lose in the game, but... Uh, it does have an, uh, an effect on your forward rotation, that's for sure. Yeah, and the he, fact
0: that you've only got one half out there. Yeah, well, he's gone. The Sharks have had half a side all year. so you know, I'm, I'm talking, not I'm to,
2: comparing them to Sharks. I'm talking about injuries. <laughs> injuries during a game. When yeah. you run out, Sharks might have had injuries, but, but uh, whether they've had them during the game and lost players they lost on the run. lost another week
0: and they got the job done. Yeah. You've got to adjust. They've got plenty of good players. Yeah, but if you've got
2: players to bring in prior to the game, it's but
0: uh I just thought the biggest issue was up the gut. I thought they got carved apart there and Idris's edge. He got picked on by Wade Graham. Even Fafita found himself out there a few times. They took that right-hand defence apart. So. The right, that right-hand side D has been a concern for a while. But for me, that's probably the biggest issue. The middle needs to tighten back up. they got a hard run home. Uh, Sharks, yeah, they've got nothing to play for, but they're getting their troops back on board. So it wouldn't surprise me if they won probably you know, three or four of their last six or seven games. Yeah. Well, with, uh, with that forward for them, yeah. pack back out there. And this week... The Panthers, doesn't get any easier for them. Uh, the Dogs and they're both looking to avoid four in a row, I think it is now. And They're away to the Dogs at ANZ, so it's only just down the road. The Sharkies, they're at home against Parramatta, so I think they'd just be looking to ruin a couple of side season on the way in. Well, of course, if, if they beat Parramatta, that's Parramatta season pretty much over. Oh, they'd be putting pressure on them. They'll be stuck in that little log jam there to try and squeeze into one of those last two yeah, spots. I think Parramatta again. need to win four or six to get in. I think most teams around four that area six. all need to win that many just to get eight spot or have a look at eight spot.
2: Yeah, yeah the old age of twenty eight will get you in, that's gone now. You're gonna need you're gonna need to be at least um at least
0: on thirty points with a good four and against. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Well Saturday again, you've got the Titans versus the Eels we just mentioned. I thought this is a very good win early on. Quick try to Taylor. Um, you know, after that, it was tight for probably 40, 50 minutes. It was a bit of a grind. but It was a low-quality game. The difference, obviously, being Jared Hayne. You've got a bloke like that in your side, things just tend to happen. Uh, took it upon himself, broke the game open, and it was iced by Corey Norman. I thought Chris Sandow was awesome as well. The amount of repeat sets and his kicking game, just the little things, I thought he was really, really good at controlling that game. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, they got got Hopawato and back, two origin quality players. That obviously makes a big difference after they've been six or seven short of their top 17. Uh, that always helps out, but the Titans are just flat. Um, well, the, you want to talk about injuries. The, the crisis meeting and Jesus. all this and that and the coaching situation, the player reshuffle, Kelly Van out, Caesars not too far away. There's, there's plenty of issues. Probably the only good thing for me, like I said, Dave Taylor playing a little bit better, and James Roberts a few times the last couple of weeks. You've got a glimpse of him doing his best. Yeah. Other than that, I can't really say too much more. I thought they're fairly ordinary all around Well, they've been ordinary for weeks, mate. Mm. Ordinary for weeks. So, uh... and it doesn't get uh, any better this week for them. They've got to go play the Cowboys up in North Queensland, they. and they're seven from eight there, and they're starting to learn how to win away. That could be a cricket score And we just spoke about it at the Eels. They got a tough game at Ramonis against then the then again, Sharkies The Titans have got the. One of the best away records in the call. Yeah, they do. They're not so
2: heading Maybe they're a better chance up there. I, yeah. I don't know. They they beat the Cowboys earlier in the year on a Monday night. Well, they're heading to
0: one of the harder places, but, though. So yeah, I definitely... I, would, I certainly wouldn't be having any cabbage on. Them. Matt Scott coming back in as well, so they're, they're starting to gain a few. Cooper's not too far well, away. With winning, you gain confidence. They've a row now. Tammy got cleared of his injury problems, so yeah, good signs for the Cowboys. Saturday it wrapped up with the Dogs going down to the Cowboys. You just mentioned twenty to twelve, and it was just a Jonathan Thurston masterclass. Was. And the dogs don't have enough points in them. That's why they I don't really rate them
2: a chance this year at the comp. Yeah. They don't have enough points in them. They look a little bit old. They're lethargic in in key positions, and I think that'll be enough to see them. You know, obviously make the ball finals, ball, but ball on a string. Put up to them last year. Newcastle beat them last year in the first semi, and and uh, the dogs had a similar season. You know, they sort of limped in, relied on their forwards, and uh, and then got there, and Newcastle just blew them off the park. And offensively, they just couldn't match it. Yeah, well, Especially was- when the weather heats up and the grounds are a little bit harder and it's a dry track and yeah, it makes
0: it easier to um, move the ball around and challenge teams, that's for sure. Yeah, well, first had the ball on a string. Uh, Michael Morgan, we've broken record all year about those two. They've formed a really good relationship. But probably the, the biggest thing for me, Tom has been a bit quiet. I thought he stepped up after uh, Tarmou went off, Bolton. Uh, even as I've been waiting for him to step up. He looked a lot more comfortable the other night. The linking longer,
2: in. The longer they're there, the better they'll be.
0: And uh, Paul Green had him there. That's why he was locker there. He was really good at the link play. Some of his ball playing the other night was really nice, helping out uh, the backline movements. But yeah, the dogs are flat. I think Morrison Reynolds will be helpful. You've also got to remember, there's still Clemmer, Tolman, Pritchard. There's a lot of players there missing. Yeah. Uh, I even now, when they come back, I know it's not a lot of points, but they'll be a lot more uh, better in terms of getting into the grind. I still. We, I'm with you, I can't seem to threaten for the comp. No. But they'd win more games if they had all those players back in. There's no so. doubt about it. Uh, but the thing for me, and I just wanted to bring this up quickly, was more the rumours, similar to a manly situation, that they're not happy that Michael Linnis didn't get his contract extended. And that the players are, aren't course, too pleased about probably, that.
2: They're probably not happy about it.
0: Well, They've been a bit flat since that kind of got finalised. And I'll tell you what I did find funny though, it was good. you see the ref cam footage of Jonathan Thurston? And Michael Innes having a chat. Yeah. Going to the scrum about you moving on next year, mate. Not wanted here anymore. You're heading to the retirement village, eh? Heading yeah. over to the Sharkies, get the pay packet. And they're having a laugh together. I thought that was pretty good. And He may be a bit of a grub on the field, but I think Mick Innes is brilliant when I listen to him do the 20s commentary. Uh, he's brilliant in any media that I do see, and even that, took it in good charm and had a bit of a laugh about it. It's so good on him. Yeah. And I thought he played pretty well on the weekend. But they've got the Panthers, like we said, they're both looking to stay away from the slide both equal first a couple of weeks ago, possibility of falling out of the eight if they continue uh, on this kind of path. And the Cowboys go home to the Titans. Things just keep getting better and better for them to keep mounting uh, this run home. players coming back in, and Scott, and we're hearing that Cooper's only a week or two away with his hip, his hip problem, so things just keep getting better and better. Yep. Sunday, the Warriors versus Manly, and what a performance this was. The Manly Seagulls, the Warriors scored again, I think, three or four games in a row now. They've scored in under three minutes.
2: Yeah. Well, Absolutely they, ridiculous.
0: They're very fast starters, but... Yeah, well, I think, in general, though, I didn't think they were that bad. They threw the kitchen sink and had pressure for 65 minutes, but at the end of the day, Sean Johnson, his absence showed. Well, it did, I, of course. I hey? think I think Townsend was very good, but, you know, him and Lula, I don't have enough creativity between them compared to Johnson uh, to be able to come up with that little bit extra. And, and it just showed, in the moment, Manu made that yardage error. They scored two plays later in the corner. Uh, they got another try straight after that and pretty much iced the game. And, you know, they got a, they got a late try there, but... Manly, I can't believe they held on for as long as they did. They were just under the pump. Tough. Any team most teams would have broken conceded, to, uh, you know, three or four tries against the Warriors. Yeah. But they didn't. Manly that's why they're four points clear at the top. Yeah. And, like and said, I still don't think they're playing their best footy. No, and more ridiculous, as we've already mentioned, is the situation they've got going on. When they get on the football field, none of that matters. No. They just get the sure. job done. It's their job. And uh yeah, I am super impressed. I still like what I saw from the Warriors. I think if that's most other teams and no, they try that out and they get the W. I think they'll be in the eight. But, uh, yeah, Sean Johnson pulling out late. That wasn't great. And I mean, it, Sean Johnson's in. They they go very close to winning that game. Yeah, and they had two Milo here finally get a debut. He's only 19 years old. He put him on fairly late. I didn't think he had to have a, a great influence on the game. But his first few touches, he got in, made a couple of tackles, and his first running almost made a line break. So you'll be seeing more of him in the future. He's got plenty of size still to put on. But, yeah, yeah Sean Johnson's, to me, the difference to converting some of those chances they possibly had. But, Full credit to Manley, they're absolutely outstanding. Sunday, this one, this is the one we've been speaking about pretty much. The Tigers going down 28-12 to, to the Dragons, who kept themselves in contention now level with the Tigers and a couple of other teams on uh, 22 points. But with all the drama and all the crap that's been going on, you could just see it in the first half. They were flat, they were down 22-zip. Uh, you know, they showed a little bit of pride in the second half, but it was all too late by then. Yeah, it was.
2: Yeah. Uh, very difficult to prepare for a game when... Uh, you know, you got all the off-field stuff going on. It was a very important game for the Dragons after losing to Manly on Monday night, and they bounced back well. And I, I think um, it's, it's very difficult when you've got such a young side to have them back up week after week after week, uh, something probably I overlooked last week when I tipped the Tigers. But the Dragons had that tough hit out. They really challenged Manly, I thought, the week before. I, you know, even though Manly probably never looked like they were going to lose it, but the Dragons held their own, and
0: uh, I think they are real smoky for the eight. Yeah, I think they've got a decent run home. They've got a couple of hard games, but they've got a 50-50 kind of draw. Well, so I'm not fl-
2: sure if them and power play, but they're sort of the two teams I'm looking at going. Well,
0: well Para, I looked at Paris today. they got a good draw. They've they got, do have a good they've draw. They've got Canberra twice and the Sharks and a few other teams that are under got the Knights. They obviously need to get those results first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, they lost to the, the Knights the other week, and I suppose the Sharks, like we said this week, now they're getting troops back. could be more difficult than first thought. But, yeah, I think they've definitely got the easier... Draw of the two, but you know the Dragons have got kind of a fifty-fifty. They've got a couple of hard ones and a couple of easy ones. So mm. I suppose realistically, on them to try and get those two or three easier ones and try and jag another two of the harder games. But I think they're capable. I think they're, well, like, they're,
2: they're going like, to compete in every game. The Dragons. Well, I was going it?
0: to say they're away to the Roosters this weekend, but I think they'll compete in that game. I really do. Why the Roosters are playing? Uh, the Tigers. I think we'll get a different response this week against the Storm. They're at home at Campbelltown, but I don't know how much different. That's my biggest issue, and Melbourne. Melbourne have been simmering along nicely. Will they be able to maintain the form? I'm not sure because this year it hasn't really been maintained. Well, I think they will for a couple of weeks. They but will. I'm obviously hoping so. That's for sure. Uh, but Merrin back in Whitlock, he was brilliant. After it'll be being
2: Melbourne-like conditions there as well, in the fact that it'll be it'll be very cold. It'll be you know a little bit windy and it'll be slippery, I, I think that'll suit Melbourne. That that'll be like a Monday night in Melbourne this time of the year.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully it is that way. And Monday night, wrapped us up. South Sydney, 34-8 to 8 and over Canberra and said it before, I thought they were horrible. Uh, 70 minutes of just boring, rubbish football, the same thing they do every week, working to the left just to shift it back to the right, which isn't even their strong side. Croakers on the left, surely they'd be doing the opposite. Uh, halves not going to the line. Not much organisation at all. Uh, and you know the sad thing? When they play a bit of ad-lib football, like they did in the last 5-10 minutes, they scored. Of course they did. A couple of tries. Of course they did. And I know it's easy to say probably the Rabbitohs switched off, and you might be right, but their best football is when they play ad-lib. Anyone that remembers when Neil Henry was there, and people would look now and say, Neil Henry's so structured and this and that, but even he realised at the time that that's a, you know, one thing they do well, at, especially at home is play football in those kind of conditions that other teams can't play and they, they used to chalk up some massive wins yeah of course but surely Ricky Stewart similar to the Bennett thing with the way the Rucks have been this year would look and go hold on a minute Yeah, we've done this a couple of times now in these little spurts why don't we just do that more? Yeah, for? but sometimes coaches are stubborn as well, mate. You know, they they sort of go, "Well, yeah, it's nah, not working. I'm sticking with this. <laughs> it's not working."
2: And you know, sometimes the stubbornness gets the better of them, and, and affects tall. the team's performance and, and your
0: overall your results. Obviously, they're hunting for the spoon now, so it's now's not the time to be stubborn. It's time to they need to win a couple of games. I think they've got the sharks either once or twice. Yeah. He also well. doesn't have any second tier players he can bring
2: in, so he's sort of stuck with the same squad. They 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 reek to me of the wooden spoon, mm. and they have done for weeks.
0: Yeah, well, now that the Sharks have got Gallon, Gallon's going to play this now, week.
2: Like, well, I know you were, you were big on the Sharks, but I did say they'll get their players back. And Canberra are the one, for me, that they, they've got the weakest roster. And they're just... Even now, I could probably well, play tip, more in the Raiders start the so. like year. Yeah,
0: yeah. I had the Sharks come a ninth. I didn't expect things to go so bad. I thought they'd just miss out. Obviously, we didn't see 13 players and, and the bubbler no. incident missing, but... Uh, I think though, like I said, I think the Sharks will win a couple on the way home. Just well, because they've got that forward path. And I think man. Newcastle will as well. Right? That's why it just yeah. screams the Raiders are going oh, to the spoon. Struggling big time, Brett White. These kind of but none of them should be playing. Ricky Stewart's going to go back to back. First person in however many years to move from one club to another in two years and win two wooden spoons. That's tops. Piece of history. Good times. Great mm. times. But uh, Walker and Johnston were the two. He, for me. I watched their press
2: conference last night, the Raiders press conference, and he looked dejected, Stewart. He looked like he's almost run out of answers.
0: It would change something.
3: Mm.
0: They played the same crappy brand of football every single week. He's trying to put a structure in with what's there. I'm not arguing with you. Open up. I'm just telling you what I saw. You saw it at the end when they opened things up. It looked a lot better. But they got rolled over in the forwards. They couldn't defend. They were backpedalling and freezing on Walker and Johnston, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Those blokes are both lightning. They should have been cutting down the time and the space, not letting the ball get on that edge. But uh, what else do you say? Reynolds and Keery ended up on the field, Burgess went off and Sutton went off, but Reynolds probably had one of his better games, he ended up getting in the match, I thought Kyrie was good when he come on, so if he wanted to have a look at that combination without Sutton there, he's going to probably get the opportunity, they reckon Sutton's going to miss the next three weeks with a medial strain. Yeah, we'll see. So we'll see Kyrie and Reynolds going forward, Burgess not too sure, they need to get the scan, today they said they don't think it is as bad as initially thought, but they won't know until obviously the scans are done, but... Uh, yeah, I didn't think they were that bad. They were a little bit better last night. They got away with playing in the ruck, like you said, but end of the day, uh, they've got points in them. They've got a couple of strike players, and they played a bit of footy in those conditions and pulled Canberra apart. They so, did, yeah. Uh, I can't take anything away. But in particular, Walker and Johnston, that was a highlight on that edge for me. They look like they have been playing together forever. Yeah, they did. Some of the, the link play they come up with, and I look forward to watching them over the next couple of years as uh, you know they grow as first graders. But South, we set up their way. They're going to Cairns to play Newcastle. And the Warriors are going to go play the Raiders, so things don't get any easier for the Canberra Raiders. No, they do not. No. Most definitely not. But that wraps us up there. We'll jump into our Lions game thanks to SportingBet.com. Remember, there is no better bet than a Sporting Bet. We'll give you all the lines and the odds for the games coming up in this round of the NRL. Friday, our Lions game brought to you by sportingbet.com. If you want to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. We kick things off Friday night. It's the Manly Seagulls versus the Brisbane Broncos at Brookvale. Uh, Brock, you've gone minus six to Manly. I've gone minus six and a half. Uh, the line is minus eight and a half. So that's one to me. The Manly Seagulls, heavy favourites at a dollar 34, as you'd expect. Uh, at Brookvale I probably didn't expect to be as heavy and the Broncos $3.30 mm. yeah it's probably a fair market um, with the home field advantage Brookies usually
2: a fortress but they have dropped some games that they've been expected to win this year mainly so it'll be interesting
0: yeah well more than anything and that's the one thing I am holding on a little bit too is that Melbourne have beat them twice even though it was round one I think round eight or nine or something like that but uh, I'm still very happy about that. Friday, the Dogs versus Penrith out at ANZ Stadium. They're both looking to avoid a four-game slide. Uh, I went the Dogs minus 3.5. you we went the Dogs minus 4.5. They're actually 6.5. Obviously, we did our lines before we knew about the Peter Wallace situation. I um, think slipping out. Only a couple of extra points, I suppose, but probably a true reflection uh, with the Dogs supposedly getting a few back. We know Reynolds is back in. Morris is supposed to be back in. They're $1. forty-five. The Penrith Panthers, $2.80. Yep.
2: Yeah, Panthers, oh, I couldn't back them at $2.80, but um, I do think they're, they're a sneaky chance in this one. And uh, The Doggies are on the back of two straight losses, as are the Panthers, so it's sort of a must-win game for both
0: of them. Mm. Well, more than anything, like I said, about tightening up the middle, they're going to get a real test in the middle this week because this is one of their biggest oh, absolutely, yeah in the NRL. And Saturday, we move on to the Sharks at home at Ramona Stadium, getting some troops back on board. Uh, side not up yet, but we're hearing that Paul Gallen will be named against the Parramatta Eels, still in the finals. Hunt, we both went the Eels minus one and a half, and hey, hey, we'll both spot on there. The Eels are a eighty favourites. It was pick'em uh, for most to start with, but it's just that slight difference in the Sharks at $2 at home. Mm. Yeah, look, it's a hard one. You'd think Parramatta have got more to play for so that'd
2: favour them, and uh, that's probably the reason why we both Went them with the with the slight start anyway. Yeah, just you know. Pick. But I think it probably is fair to be pick them. Uh, I think you know if Gallons back and they have got back to their strongest lineup, they're going to be close to developing back the the prison uh, mentality yeah. at no, home. You, so you it'll you be saw a tough. It, place you to saw go it last week,
0: because I always picked them for that because they're forward pack and they did that last week. Yeah, they turn it into a forwards war and they're going to win nine times out of ten with an Origin and Australian. Uh, forward pack. You know? Of course, it's yeah. enough to win you some games. You're just brutally beating sides up. Yeah, uh, and they did a very good job of it. But Saturday, the Cowboys at home against the Titans. Seven of eight at home this year, and I don't think things are getting any better for the Gold Coast Titans. I went the Cowboys minus eight and a half. You went the Cowboys minus seven and a half. It's minus ten. They're a dollar twenty-eight favorites. The Titans three dollars seventy-five outsiders. Mm. Yeah, and that's fair market. Yeah, well, fair no, market. Kelly. So we're hearing in is almost back, but it's too late to save things now. I think and. Uh, just a few other troops in General Harrison having to retire early. Plenty of people busted and they just seem a bit flat and I think more than anything we're more interested to see what's going to come out of this crisis meeting uh, as far as the coaching situation is concerned and also the salary cap breach that we're hearing or investigation that's going on. So, won't see how that plays out but Saturday it wraps up with the Roosters against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. The Roosters supposedly getting Jennings back but missing Orbison and Sonny Bill Williams. St. George got Merrin back last week Morris back the week before things are starting to roll along nicely for them. I went the Roosters minus five and a half. You went the Roosters minus four and a half, minus eight and a half. Pretty generous line. They're $1.34 dollar thirty-four favorites. The Dragons three dollars thirty. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that line. No, no. things a bit tighter.
2: Of course, of course. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I'm not. I'm not uh, setting the lines. But I'll be backing the Dragons with that line definitely.
0: Yeah, you happy with that one? I think I probably might have a sneaky tenner or something. I don't know if they can I'll win. I'll be having a 10 I'll put another 0 on it. That's probably all I'll have on it. <laughs> if I'm going to have a go, I'm going to have a real yeah. go. Oh, well, have fun with that one. Well, Sunday, the Raiders, they're at home against the New Zealand Warriors. I went the Warriors minus 8.5. You went them minus 10.5. They're minus 6.5. Mm. The
2: uh, Raiders are the worst team in their comp.
0: Yeah, well, I think purely on home. Their home field always seems to get them something. They're $2.55 outside as the Warriors are $1.52 favourites. Mate, if South scored
2: 34 against them, Souths aren't as good in an attack as what the Warriors are. The weather down in Canberra is New Zealand-like, so you can't give me that excuse. I know, obviously, they've got to make the plane trip over, but I couldn't get enough cabage on the Warriors.
0: Yeah, not a bad turnaround Sunday to Sunday for them. Yeah, so exactly. It's all right. Um, Sunday, again, we're speaking about South. They're taking a game to Cairns, what you said, Barlow Park. Yeah,
2: they played the Titans up there last year, and uh, they got the Knights up there this year.
0: Yeah, we'll head up to Cairns to play the Newcastle Knights. I went the Rabideaus minus four and a half. You went minus five and a half. Again, this kind of surprised me especially given the Sutton and Burgess injuries. We hear they're clear, but they both probably won't play. So this one doesn't surprise me at all. Minus eight and a half, yeah. it did surprise me. Newcastle are on the bottom of the table. Man. I know, but when if you said to me, we're going to take Burgess, Sutton and Teo out all in one week, take your five, eight, a rep back row, and probably the best player in the yeah, team. Yeah, but you're
2: speculating. The
0: line will change based on those Well, injuries. Sutton's already gone. He's missing Definitely. three weeks. And Burgess got good news. It's not seasoning and he got major, but they reckon he's going to miss a couple Yeah, but when we did these lines... Yeah, Obviously, we didn't know that. 100%, so. but I still don't agree with 8.5. But the and line
2: that. will change, mate. It, it, and you're right. If they're out, the line will change, yeah. definitely. It'll Dollar, be
0: minus 3.5 or something like that. Dollar thirty-four for South's favourites, $3.30 on Newcastle. But, yeah, I, I can't really get my head around well,
2: the that or The money will just come for Newcastle with the start.
0: Yeah, which is Might fair enough. Rather. Things wrap up. Monday night, it's the West Tigers versus the Melbourne Storm at Campbelltown Stadium. I went Melbourne minus 5.5. You went Melbourne minus 3.5. Bookies disagree with both of us. They've got minus seven and a half, so mm. they're back in the storm. Who are you know s- slowly starting to get? Yeah,
2: I-, I needed to. S- I need to see them put back to back performance. I want to see yeah.
0: a four or a couple in a row. We haven't really done that. The first few games of this year, they struggled, but they put three or four in a row, and they haven't done it since. No, there's been a lot of one on one off or two and two and things like that. Uh, but I if, guess
2: the fact that the Tigers leak points like a sieve against the Dragons. Uh, yeah, but they usually,
0: the bookies. They're bit. usually a bit conducive to you know being a bit of a bogey side for Melbourne, just purely because of the style of football they play. They yeah. always t- uh, generally tend to give the Storm some trouble. Uh, the bookies disagree, as you said. They're dollar forty-two for Melbourne, even though they're away. The West Tigers, two dollars ninety-five. I'm just more interested to see the attitude this week, a week on from the Potter situation, and depending on what plays out during the week. Mm. But um, yeah, I'll be I'll be very interested. Coming at the end of that, we've got one draw on a line. I got five, you got two, so that's a win to me. We're at eleven and nine. Headed yeah, with to, a draw, because people add it up
2: and go, it's twenty-one weeks or whatever. So oh yeah, yeah
0: but we've had been, a draw. We've had a draw, but eleven
2: yeah. wins to Louis, nine to me, and a draw.
0: Draws oh, through twenty-one. Me. Yeah, so we're getting getting our way through nicely. A few weeks left. It's still kind of tight. Yeah. But, yeah, it squared up nice. I kicked out a little bit there, then you got back, and I kicked out a little bit again, and you've dragged yourself back in. So yeah. it's been nice competitive. But as always, a big thank you must go to our sponsor, sportingbet.com.au. There's no better bet than a sporting bet if you want to have a bet on the rugby league or any sport. Keep your eyes open for our pick-to-score competitions. Two winners this week. One was unclaimed and one donated to charity. But, yeah, make sure you have a crack at those and get on to SportingBet.com for all your needs if you want to have a bet on the rugby league or any sport. Now it's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mr. Gossip. He's back and he's not happy. The Panthers are on a struggle straight. Wallace has done his ACL. Mr. Gossip has polished up his boots. He's got his beaver shoulder pads and headgear ready. He wants in. Penrith, <laughs> if you need a halfback, Gossip's ready to go. Give me a run, boys. Give me a run. You would too. The blood's flowing yeah. in, one er- in, in one area. The blood's flowing in one area, nowhere else. He's, he's yeah. ready to rumble. I
1: was, I was filthy with that performance on the weekend against uh, the Sharks. Mm. The
0: Bathurst. It was a little bit lethargic,
2: wasn't it?
1: Yeah Yeah, that, yeah I mean, And uh, wow was, I know we are got to take games to the country But fair dinkum was, You couldn't hear anything There was nothing in the crowd
0: yeah. It sounded like That time when Nissan won Bathurst All those years ago No one gave a shit You know <laughs> 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 it's Oh well It was terrible We'll flush that mate Because we don't want to bring up the bad times You know none of, none of us want to hear about the dark times But uh, what's cooking What's been on the pipeline
1: well, it's been a bit of a quiet week, boys. Now, uh, Robbie Farrer has been taking all the headlines this week, but but um, we've got a few things going around the traps, and uh, I'll start off with um, the Bulldogs now. Their utility, Mitch Brown, I'm hearing, is very close to going back to Cronulla. Uh, he's done a John O'Reilly going back to the Sharks. So a strange one there, boys, but um, I guess salary cap recap uh, money is pushing it back out. So.
2: You know, the Sharks probably need a, a few squad players, so uh, it's probably
0: yeah. not a bad move from the Sharkies. I'm kind of surprised of all the places to pick, though it's there, because I think in particular, fullback and winger are his two best spots. He's not a centre, and, uh, you know, Fecky and Gagan pretty much seem to have things sorted over there right now, and they're a lot younger. And then you look at fullback, he's not going to get Gordon's jersey. And they've got Valentine Holmes as well, so uh, I think he'd probably be better off probably trying to stick with the dogs or Someone like South, I look at, you know like that's akiri ready kind of spot, he'd be a better wing and something like that i I don't really know why I'd go back to the sharks if uh, if I was Mitch brown yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> All right, boys, I don't know whether this one's so much as gossip, but it's a bit of a laugh, to be honest. Um, you've probably heard already, but uh, the GWS AFL Giants, the Greater Western Sydney, them, um, apparently they've thrown a lifeline to Todd Carney, and they've offered Todd Carney a run in a pre-season trial for next year. So Bullshit. Is uh, <laughs> that <laughs> <He's not>
2: serious? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, he'll, he'll, It'll he'll, he'll fit in well because that, that stuff's about as interesting as piss in your mouth. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But yeah, definitely an interesting one, boys. And I, I mean, the GW they've got enough funding, I guess, from the AFL. But as far as corporate dollars, you, you'd think a move like having Todd Carney would, <laughs> totally. would push, push dollars away. But look, it's not that but still.
0: Are they going back to the stadium at Duneside So it relocates to the standard of, you know, his, how he likes to live? Mm-hmm. He might, yeah, well, he it might bring a few club. Westies in that yeah. want to have a beer with him. I don't know about wanting to watch him play AFL. Hello, all our fans at Dooneside. Yeah. <laughs> good on it. Dooney. Right on. Do- Dooney Roof. Good club. But seriously, that, that's got to be a joke. The bloke can kick a ball, but there's no way he'd put in the work to track the meters and do all the rest of it. No. 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 As, as you said, good comedic value. Yeah. Very good.
1: Yeah, well well that's it. That's exactly right. And I guess at Bush GWS in the headlines we know like that they like to, to do that. So.
2: Yep. Free free advertising. Good talk. Yeah.
1: Exactly. All right, boys, a player that is definitely on the nose by a coach that's coming into the club and that is Benny Barber. I'm hearing Wayne Bennett is not happy with the way Benny Barber trains and his attitudes towards football. Um, I'm hearing that Wayne Bennett's already told members of the coaching staff at Brisbane that he's already monitoring Benny Barber for next year. Um, So, look, an interesting one there, boys. I'm told also that um, Darius Boyd won't follow Wayne, but uh, (laughs) we've heard all that before. So, Mm. look, don't, don't, don't be expected this, to see um, Benny Barber only last probably
0: a year underway. Yeah, yeah well, I think, I said,
2: he's
1: not playing
0: not. well enough. wouldn't really matter
2: who's coaching him, he's just not playing well enough at nah. He
0: doesn't look like he's motivated, the drive's not there. It's, mm. It all seems to be a bit gone, whether it's still off the field, and it, it most likely is. But Jared it, Hayne did
2: this as well, didn't he? He won a Daly like, break and then years. went flat for a couple of years, so yeah, know, maybe look,
0: there is hope. Look but, at the difference in teams, though, yeah. as well. Jared Haynes just playing played a Played for a bludger of a team. I'd get pretty low after a couple of years as well of trying to carry a team. With I'm back. just
2: trying. To, I'm trying to throw some positives in there
0: for Ben. No, no positives. There's, there's not many. The effort's not there. Uh, there's plenty of blokes up there that bust their ass. They've got an Origin forward pack, mm. some good outside backs. Ben Hunt's trying to do everything on his own as well. Benny Barber at least could chip in, but like I said, I think it's off field. If it is, uh, don't know what the problems are. Can't speak about them. But um, yeah, his head's definitely not all there with football either. That or he's just not motivated.
2: Yeah, I watched him at Penrith. <laughs> Um, when they played the Broncos two weeks ago. and man, He was nowhere to be seen. He wasn't no. even trying. He wasn't pushing up. He was just sort of, he was out there. But, um, you know, the shell was empty almost.
1: Yeah, and Bennett loves his hard workers. And clearly, um, Barb does not at that, that that level
2: at the moment. No, I'd, I'd imagine they'd put Josh Hoffman, uh, Bennett to put Josh Hoffman straight back there. Yeah, I'd mm. say so. I'd
1: imagine so. All right, boys, on to the West Tigers. and We've heard a lot about them uh, during the week with um, Robbie Farrer and whatnot. But, look, we know Mick Potter will go. It's just a matter of time. It looks like he will last the season now. um, I'm hearing that Kidwell will be the new coach. Um, and apparently Blocker Roach has already been uh, taunted as the assistant coach there on the Kidwell Um, it's it's very very strange Um, but look the the biggest thing out of this boys is apparently Mick Potter he has a clause in his contract that if the Tigers make the 8 that he will be renewed so if, even if they make the 8-0 sack in uh, Mick he has got a, a legal battle there and a, and a legal battle that the West Tigers wouldn't be able to fight in court you wouldn't think financially so yeah. either way it looks like the Tigers could be in a bit of trouble
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how you sack a coach and then go in and sue them all I-, well, I can say
0: is make the eight, Mick. Get the eight. I hope they have to. Pay I don't him. think they will. If they're going to, if they're going to yeah. shiv him, I hope they do make the eight. So they have to pay in the extra year. He deserves the money after the worst. So the they'll, they'll
2: basically him. they'll justify sacking him by him not making the eight, which is probably a seventy five percent chance. I think that they they miss the eight.
0: Well, I hope they get in. They have to sack him, and they have to pay in the year. I hope the clause gets activated. Well, right, so it'll be a lot
2: more, a lot uh, more for us to speak about. That's for sure. I, yeah, I, hope, yeah, I hope they, they have, have to pay him. Job. Job.
0: Like I said, uh, I think he's done. Plenty of good for them. Yes, but this is his contract
2: uh, ends at the end of this year, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So that will, that, yeah, I, I don't blame Mick Potter for wanting some clarity on next year then. You know, like,
0: he wanted it, it in they, April and they put it on hold and then it's, all of a sudden it's got to where it is now. It's just horrible. It is. 100%.
1: Yeah. Mm, not good. And no, definitely the West Tigers can't afford a legal battle with all that troubles with league clubs and whatnot so. no. yeah, and well, Timmy, then
2: they're already bloody
0: still paying Tim
2: Timmy Sheanes good on you
0: Timmy Shanes. good on you <laughs> yeah but if, if you sign a deal you're entitled no, to mate, I'm saying him. good on him and he said he said it better than anyone last year I'm going to go into details but players get coaches for it yeah. and it's happening again <laughs> exactly yeah. alright boys and Sia um looks like he's leaving St Helens
1: and going to the Raiders so yeah no. um, <laughs> Interesting, right there for
0: Canberra. Mate, I heard, I heard murmurs of storm, and I kind of didn't mind the thought of it. To be honest, I didn't mind him when he was here. He had a pretty dodgy set of hands, but it's been a long time. Thought he might have been a, a decent project, but that makes plenty of sense. <laughs> well, if yeah. you want to get a guaranteed start, go to Canberra. Well, they we did hear that their recruitment strategy was being pushed yeah. to the UK. UK and, uh, Hodgson and a couple of other blokes that are playing over there, a, a young English hooker and him. Wow. And, yeah, some random fullback that I heard the Broncos looking at from Salford. So. Uh, why don't they just yep.
2: pillage some twenties players? Why don't they just go in and get some of the best twenties kids that, that
0: are available? Because they already could, did it big, once big with uh, Nathan Massey from the Bulldogs, and that bit him on the ass. Oh, well. I think he went down there and got bored. once bitten twice shy. You reckon? Yeah. Well, that, he's the only one I can remember that they went hard at straight out of twenties. Mm. He played a little bit of first grade, and uh, now he's back playing Cup and Bundy for the Bulldogs. He's kind of fallen the other way, so.
2: Okay.
0: I don't know whether it was injury or, like I said, can't specify details, but. He, he's the main one, I can think, that they got out of that situation thing and yet guaranteed first grader and it didn't work out too well for him. Yeah. I don't
1: know, Ricky was uh, talking for a while there with, with Luke Walsh, who's also listening to the other but but um, Walsh, he broke his leg and just came out of the hospital, I think, last night. So. Ouch. Wow. Did you have a
2: good year too, Walsh, over there? He was, yeah, he was going well. Yeah. All right, boys. Look,
1: last one for the night, and some good news for Dragons fans. Uh, Looks like McGregor uh, will announce that uh, he will be the new coach, um, I'm hearing, in the next week or two. And look, it's good. Good for the Dragons. He's doing a good job there. The players love him, and he's also a much cheaper option than getting, a, uh, I guess, a more established coach from another club. So I think the right
2: move there by well, the Dragons. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, he's, yeah. he's earned a contract, I, I'd imagine, um, but they just shouldn't put him on a five-year
0: deal or something like no, that. No, stupid, something. Two-year deal. Yeah, well, didn't they
2: give Steve Price an extension last Anzac Day and two-year extension? <laughs> he was gone by this Anzac Day, pretty much.
0: Yeah, so. I don't know how you could give any coaching in more than two years. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like I so said, there's a select few that uh, warrant decent contracts and the rest pretty much have to kick along with that two year barrier at max and uh, yeah why not two years see what happens yeah and he deserves it so the Dragons are playing well he, he does, does yeah he's earned he's he's at least another season and on top of that at least they know a little bit of that. Mick Potter they're not getting an unknown quantity he's done cup for a couple of years he's been an assistant at New South Wales and he's a former player Mick Potter yeah. no not Mick Potter sorry Mary McGregor, Mayor McGregor. get mixed up I'm, I'm all <laughs> over the Mick Potter thing I feel bad for Mick Potter I think angry do we all? I've been talking yeah, so about like, it non-stop. And McGregor's so passionate too about the club. Yeah, 100%. And they're the kind of people who want leading your club, so. Definitely. That's
1: right. He doesn't want to coach anywhere else. If he couldn't get a, a job in the NRL, he, he might go to the UK. But just to have that passion behind your club, I think it's it's, it's a massive, massive thing. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, big time. And he's been there and he's done it.
0: So. That's right. I've been yeah. there, I've done that. Been there, I've done it. Yeah, bit of a reference that no one understands. We do. <laughs> been there, I've done that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if that wraps us up, champion, we jump into yep. the tips. And last week it was a bit of a Barry B four round. Mm-hmm. Six of the eight with the bookies were upsets. Uh, Brock got two, which takes him yes. to seventy-one. Gossip, you got two, taking you to eighty-one. I got four, I'm on eighty one, we're equal. We're all square. (laughs) Yeah. I got uh, I think the the Parramatta Seal, the Parramatta Seal got me one back. Yeah. And I can't think about the other one. I've got me sheet Don't worry, gossip, you're disappear. I've done good. Rigging it. Rigging it. Go back <laughs> and
2: listen right, to it, mate. Go right. back and I'm listen to it. I'm running Stone Motherless and I'm, I'm going like a bastard. So I'm it, not, I'm not out to throw stones. Uh, I'm going
0: not, like a bastard. He's just making excuses. No, though. I'm not. No excuses for my tipping. There's no rigging. Go back and listen but to the But I'd imagine
2: tips. that most people out there would be struggling with their tips. Who, yeah. you know, the, the more you know, the less you know, I reckon. Yeah. Good
0: luck. That's why I'm Perfect. coming to ask. Yes. <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, well, we kick things off this week. It's Friday night. It's the Dogs versus the Panthers. They're both looking to avoid the uh, dreaded losing streak, and you're both Panther fans, but we'll kick off with you gossip, mate. Can they break this streak, or is the Peter Wallace thing just too big?
1: I think the Pernod thing's thing is too big. they got Will Smith in there in the halves. Uh, they get Mansour back, the Panthers, who we've missed for metres out of our own end. But, um, look, I, I can't see us winning uh, at ANZ and Stadium, um, if it's a CUA maybe. But um, I think the Bulldogs, they very rarely lose three in a row. Panthers have lost three in a row plenty of times over the years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Dogs uh, will get home.
0: Fair enough, mate. Well, they've got Reynolds uh, and Clemmer back this week, I think I saw. So Josh Morris, still not out, even though he's been named a few times. Brock, do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you don't think they can get out of this rut?
2: No, no, no. I just think the Bulldogs, they're getting the Bulldogs at the wrong time in that they've had two losses. It's a home game. Um, Penrith obviously got their injury concerns, but I certainly don't buy into the theory that... uh, Missy eight. Miss eight. That's that's crock.
0: Well, I'm just of the opinion of what I've been harping on about. It. They've gone a bit soft in the middle of the last few weeks, and why the dogs don't have a lot of points in them. I just think it'll be too much. If well,
2: but I don't think this is going to be. Um- uh, this will be a
0: blowout. I think this will be a very close. Game. I think it'll be a close game, yeah. but I think the the thing for me is Penrith. And the been... dogs have bombed a lot of games this year that they should have won. Yeah, but also that uh, they scraped a lot in at the start that they shouldn't have won. Of course, yeah. So they've been, you know, they've seen both sides of the coin. But yeah, it's just it's the meters for me at the moment. Uh, Penrith on the weekend just got carved up the guts. Mm. But I think um, actually having a recognised
2: half there in Will Smith will help. Um,
0: I, still I went watch. Look,
2: I watched them train tonight, and they were they were pretty impressive. So I. I've got to back the dogs because I think you know the dogs have uh, they've obviously got a healthier roster and they're on the same sort of they've got the same motivation in the fact that they've lost two in a row. So, but it remains to be seen. I, I think it'll be a really good game. Yeah. What do you think of um, Sourd coming out during the week and blaming,
1: blaming himself for the
2: losses for the last loss two weeks? Um, it was a Wayne Bennett type thing to do, I think, just to deflect, take a little bit of the pressure away from some other players. I thought. Uh, it was not predictable, but you could totally see what he was trying to do. Um, I thought it was I thought it was admir- admirable, but I think most people can see what's going wrong at Penrith at the moment, and um, injuries play are playing probably ninety percent of the uh, percent of the the reasons why they are struggling. So. Um. You know, obviously they're not, they're not going to get Wallace back, but outside of that, they should get most players back, and, and they'll be fine in a couple of weeks. So they're just got to weather this storm, and hopefully not lose too much confidence in the in the run into the finals, and, and they'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Well, we move on to the other Friday night game. It's the Manly Seagulls versus the Brisbane Broncos at Brookvale, and um, it's it is, these are usually the ones when they're assuring that they lose. But I'm going to back Manly. No, Manly, Manly Friday night at Brookvale. That, that's usually yeah, just lock me in a for given. Manly.
1: Yeah, they, you, you've got a big man in Brookvale, but with all the turmoil going on, you're just you, you're waiting for them to put in
0: a shithouse performance. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't think that shithouse performance will come in their backyard, but I don't think it's too far away. Yeah, yeah. To oh, well, we go to the prison on Saturday, Ramonda Stadium. Uh, the Cronulla Sharks versus the Parramatta Eels. This one is, or well, as the bookies had it, flip flip of the coin. Paul Gallen wasn't named. There's been talk he's going to be playing. Uh, they have pretty much got the same side as last week. Parramatta. I think Ken Edwards is the only change. Penny Terrapo moves in the start the back row. But Brock, can Parramatta push for the finals? Or yeah, I think can the, the I'll, Sharkies I'll, dampen a few people. I
2: think Parramatta will win. I think, think Parramatta has got more points in them. Um, and I, I, I'm looking at their draw and I'm thinking that they've got a lot more motivation to
0: get up and win this game than what Cronulla does. Yeah, fair enough. Gossip, you agree? Or you think the, the Sharks are going to ruin the finals run for a few teams in the back end of the year? Yeah,
1: no, I think Parramatta will win. Um, the Sharks have got no general interest to run out this week, so...
0: <laughs> he's just bashed him up. Oh, cool. What was nice. your text message? You said you needed to get off the Ritlin so you can get a bit, get a bit crazy again. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's too <laughs> get focused. Get back on the kids.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think Parramatta were too good. Parramatta impressive on the weekend. The Sharks um, they weren't very impressive. Uh,
0: Penalties were just out I, I have an inkling that there's going to be a Ford bash, but yeah, uh, most of it was that right edge, and at the same time. Uh, Parramatta, they are not lacking any size. They got Hopper back. They got Mana back. Things just looked a little more stable. Sandow looked a little more in control again. Uh, I was really impressed with the halves and Jared Haynes. I think they—they're they're very even. I just think the motivation factor. Parramatta's got more to play for. So. Yeah, oh, I think they helped on the weekend though. Hopper back made that edge a little more tight, and I think mana helped. Mate, just I thought they were—I thought it was a shit house game. Solidify the middle a little bit. So I'll just go off those two things. But uh, the Cowboys versus the Titans. Speaking of shit Mm. Uh, I think this is not rocket science. There's seven from eight at home. They're on the finals, run. I know the Titans are six of eight on the road or whatever, but there's no way I can see them winning this one. Surely the Cowboys get this we've, done. We've played our grand final and Alex, Alex McKinendo.
2: Cowboys yeah. win. We did, mate. They, that was, yeah, they did. That was, our, that was our grand final. We couldn't bloody beat the Raiders at home. We couldn't beat the Eels at home. Then you don't deserve to make the eight.
1: 100%.
0: Gossip. Cowboys, mate.
1: Yeah, I feel like the Cowboys are going to make a run, boys. The Cowboys are looking good
0: at the moment. The Titans have
1: got a few things going wrong in their
0: front office, and that usually transfers the football field, so... Yeah. Oh, well, Saturday wraps up with the Sydney Roosters versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons, another team looking to uh, push their way in the final. They got Merrim back last week, and they were fairly impressive, especially at the back line and the Harbs. You look at the Roosters... They've lost Sonny Bill for three to four weeks, lost Orbo for a couple, but Nene McDonald comes on the wing. He's a very good player, and they get Michael Jennings back, so uh, I can't say that they don't lose much. They do lose, but when you lose a player like Sonny Bill, it's very handy to have a state of origin player to start in the back row or bring in Frank Paul, as a key international straight into your team. But um, this one, I, I reckon this is a toss of a coin, to be honest. Yeah, I'm going the Dragons. I think the Dragons will win. Wow. I'm... Not
2: really feeling uh, the Roosters at the moment, and Sonny Bill out. I don't think the halves are playing well. I think Jake Friend's having to do a lot by himself, and I just—they're going back to their um, ill-disciplined ways. They're just carving themselves in games. So I thought they got a couple of dodgy calls last week, but I still thought they had ample opportunity to put the Knights away, and they didn't take advantage of it. And I think the Dragons—they're flying under the radar. That—that that loss to Manly. Um, last Monday night it wasn't as bad as what everyone sort of thought it was it was only a 10 point loss mainly a quality side and they're flying at the top of the comp so I think this would be a really um, we'll, we'll see where the Dragons are at so I, again I think they've got more motivation to win this the Roosters just look like they're plodding along at the
0: moment yeah that's fair enough what about you mate you're usually the uh, the upset king yeah I'll,
1: I'll get, yeah, I'll get. Yeah, I was going to the dragons. Anyone I'll say with them. Like, I, don't think there's a more informed half in the continent with it at the moment. He's sensational. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the dragons get him home as. Um, as you guys were just touching on, him. The, the roosters are playing like buses at the moment. Hard grounds giving away too many penalties, and the six and seven just don't seem to be doing anything. So.
0: Yeah. This is the one that kind of got me. I want to have a bet on the dragons. I really do, but I'm going to tip the roosters. Okay. And uh, I don't. Know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just. Well, you're backing them on what you you know. Old what you, think, what you think they can? What you think they can
2: produce? But whether they can produce, I do it think. Yeah. I think we'd all agree that if the roosters play their best footy, they win comfortably. Yeah, hundred percent. To that. Though, I just can't I mean, take
0: yeah. myself away from Probably the forward effort last time I think they're a lot better than what they were The last time they played But if they can do Why the think same that was job, their best performance of the year the They didn't Yeah it was Anzac Day. Day Not hard to get motivated on Anzac Day though That's a sad <laughs> thing But mm-hmm. um, Sunday The Canberra Raiders Versus the New Zealand Warriors At GIO Stadium I don't even think I should ask this mm, one Warriors, Sean man. Johnson's back oh, I'm going the Warriors Yep Warriors
1: they're, they're just a Terrible camera They really I just <laughs> I watched that I watched that game Monday night Because it was Fuck all on TV But Jeez uh, I, know, I know Sticky came out In the press conference Afterwards saying That, you know, that, that, that Yeah They'd struggle To beat both Queensland Cups And I'd agree With that They were shit House So yeah The Warriors Will pump them By 30 I reckon
2: Yeah uh, Bloody hell was pretty He uh, was pretty down In the press conference Ricky Yeah
0: I love my yeah, personal I watch. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty blase.
1: I yeah. think they're
0: slowly getting his soul. He usually doesn't get down. He stays <sighs> angry. I think they've almost taken the last bit of him. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: guess, look, for, for, for a coach that that's under the pump like Sticky, I think I think it was good how he did the half time media commitments. That with, was good, um, yeah. Fox yeah. Sports, that, that kind of stuff, you know. A lot of other coaches will tell telling you get fucked, especially if they're under the pump. <laughs> um, I think so. Credit to, to sticky for that. I like
2: think he's, he's doing well. Now, I think he might have said get fucked prior to the <laughs> <laughs> <Right laughs> <in it. laughs> And then did I mean, he anyway. Andy Raymond might have bought him hot dog, yeah, rayman exactly.
0: popped up and phone and he's
2: like, "You." So right, Andy Raymond's a champion bloke yeah, He's good. just one of those guys you just couldn't say no to. He's he's too nice, he doesn't knife anyone, he's just he loves the game and he, and he loves he loves punt. to have a chat. And he, he loves, loves a punt yeah, too. Yeah. So he's my type of yeah,
1: guy. Andy,
0: you want to have a he beer, send a us an email. I tell you what he also loves. Friday night fine. So I
1: Andy <laughs> Raymond.
0: Every time I see him, I'm like, I'll watch those. Even though their Devo fights half the time, just because you're commentating, Andy. Yeah, he's good. You've got <laughs> uh, Loves his boxing. Yeah. Loves his. Uh, loves his rugby league yeah. champion. Top bloke. Yeah. All right. Well, Sunday. This one's another hard one to call. Just going on speculation. It's South Sydney versus the Newcastle Knights. They're taking a game to Cairns, uh, out at Barlow Park. But South Sydney, Sutton. You pretty much know is going to be missing. But they're saying Burgess might be missing as well. And you know, that that to me, even though Newcastle aren't going the best it, it kinda of chucks up in the air and it, you know, it's a neutral venue. I'm I'm a bit torn on this one. I don't really know where to go with it. Uh, gossip, what do you reckon? I'm gonna to go to the Knights.
1: Um I, I think that's I mean obviously they played really well against the Roosters and um Byron Roberts, he just gave me a major stiffy on Friday night. He
2: played so well; he was fantastic. So hopefully, gives me another stiffy. And I think I
1: win. Mate, it's the only one you had a week. <laughs> 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 Nothing else made me excited, but that, that uh, win against the Chucky, mate. Little so, gossip he was, he was sensational. When you think about, he had no, good, he had no nine. He had to hit no one inside. Oh, you know, he, was, he played well. I
2: thought, I thought that was a um, that was a maiden type game, I think this will be a uh, a step up in class for the Knights and the Roosters are playing like crap. I think the Rabbitohs are just tough up the middle. They'll grind away and they'll win.
0: Go on the Bunnies. I'm going to go the Bunnies. Isaac like Luke's back. He's playing good footy. Go I'm going. I'm just going to go off the grind as well. And uh, also, even with Sutton out, I like Kiri. I really do like Kiri. I've been harping on about it. I wish it was Reynolds out. And he's there. Reynolds had his better game the other night. but Because he scored two goals. I tries. still think Kerry was better. Yeah,
1: I thought he was pretty ordinary, to be honest. Oh, I thought so nice. he
0: was ordinary. His goal kicking was shit out. So, like, my goal yeah. swing. I got excited, though, watching Luke Kerry throw the ball out there to Dylan Walker and watching him and Johnston <laughs> combine. Dylan Walker, first try scorer. Him and Johnston. Mate, Dave Taylor, first try score on the yeah. weekend. Ha, ha. Yeah, we had good, a <laughs> good weekend on the punt. I was stoked. i was absolutely, I yelled that loud. My hey, mate, Ken almost fell out of the chair sitting next to me. He's like, calm down. Big Dave in the centres. It's a revelation. I'm going to back him with a week first try you, Dave. Uh What do we got here? Monday, it wraps us up. It's the Tigers at Campbelltown Stadium versus the Melbourne Storm. They were flat last week. I doubt they will be this week, but I'm still going Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne will win. (sighs) I'm going to go
1: Melbourne. I can't tip the Tigers. Especially at Campbelltown, the record hasn't been there. It
0: hasn't been good at uh, Campbelltown
1: for a while. I'll probably in playing from
0: about 12 people, so there'll be no atmosphere. So. Me and Mate, make honest. it four <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to go out on Monday, why not? I might be buy some KBs on the ring and drink some tinnies up I'll there. Drive,
2: I'll drive him home yeah. as he's listening.
0: Plan on boots on, fellas. Yeah, I'll have me uggies on. He does Ugg boots, I don't, I refuse to. I'm a, grand, I'm a grandpa slipper man. Yeah, I've got, got both. Dust. He doesn't wear them to the footy, does he? Mate, he no, I wear my grandpa
1: slippers he, under my jeans. He cage,
0: wore yeah. ug boots the other night at the pub, and I told him I would sit with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But I had the, I had the yeah. truckies,
0: over. No, I wasn't happy about it. Oh, oh. When he blew behind the ear, beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. mate, the only thing missing miss is the flannel. He doesn't aim one yet, but I can feel it coming. The Ug boots nah. are the first step. The flannel's next. Nah. Mate, my, my feet are <laughs> warm. That's all. I'm hearing. Yeah, well, when the flannel comes, I don't think we'll be able to talk anymore. All right. That's all right. I'm going
2: yeah.
1: you get a
0: fifth last flannel. Nice Fifth <laughs> and last flat. Get, get that a logo on the back. Yeah, you've got to make sure it's got patches on the elbows, though. It's got to have patches. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: yeah. Patches on the yeah. elbows.
0: Uh, all class. All dream. class on this show. Well, it's been really you know, a boring week with the tips. Oh, well, we've got the deadlock here. It is a little bit boring, but where have we gone? We've gone two different here, gossip. So, Brock, go. Brock's got a few different here. I know you've only got one point you can pick up here, I think. No. You got the dragons and South to pick up on Gossett. You got one point you can pick up on me, so you might scrape back to within nine or eight. But we've got two different here on the deadlock, right. so hopefully, yeah, hopefully, we go, hopefully we don't go. Hopefully we don't go one apiece here and stay even. I want, I want a two point sweep. Not like last year, Jesus Christ! I'm coming. I'm here now. Mm. I've, tra- ah, here I've tracked go. back. I've tracked back. But uh, mate, thanks a lot as always. Hopefully it's a good round of football, and hopefully less of Robbie Farrer because I'm sick of hearing about. <laughs> it'll be nice. Thanks, boys. No worries, mate. See Have a mate. good one. See you, mate. And a big thanks, as always, goes to Mr. Gossip, and if you want to catch up with him on Facebook, head up to the search bar, type in NRL Gossip. His link's also on our page, and his Twitter handle is exactly the same. It is at NRL Gossip. But for now, that wraps us up for another week. So if you want to get in contact with us on Twitter, it's at Fifth and Last. That's the letter N, not the word end. Email is Podcast at hotmail.com, and on Facebook, just head up to the search bar and top and fifth and last NRL podcast. A big thank you also to SportingBet.com. There is no better bet than a sporting bet. If you're going to have a punt on the NRL or any sport, hop on there and keep your eyes open for our pick-the-score competitions on the game over the week, on the on games over the weekend. And last but not least, I'm sick of harping on about it, but I have to. If you are still on Podomatic, the subscription is about to end. Go to Audioboo.com, the new home of our podcast. Audioboo.com. And on iTunes, if you haven't resubscribed, all you have got to do is unsubscribe, type us in again, fifth and last in podcast. It'll pop up with a new logo, and that'll get you onto the new feed. If you are not familiar with audioboo.com, but for now, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it
1: on! Give us more! Give us more! Where are you going? Where, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it?